Cleo. Hey, this is Cleo with CleoYogaFinance.com and welcome back for another episode of Financially Free with Cleo. I am your host and this is a show where we shift mindsets with real and raw money conversations with everyday people, empowering you to take action, appreciate the journey, and live the lifestyle you desire financially, mentally, and physically. Today, I'm gonna to be talking about your comfort zone and how more money is outside of your comfort zone. So several years ago, when I relocated uh, to from Nashville, Tennessee, which is my hometown, to Miami, Florida, it was a big transition, uh, definitely a whole lot of more challenges that I received than I expected. From Miami, Florida, I was there for about six months, and then I moved to Orlando, Florida, and I was working there for about a year. So on this journey, when I was living in Orlando, I had a coworker, and she was super cool. We were in training together. We had to travel for training. Like we were working in Orlando, technically Lake Mary, Florida, but that's like north of Orlando, right outside of Orlando. Uh, we, when we first started this job at this company, we had to go to training in Irving, Texas, and we had to train in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. So we, she was a very, very great person. We got to learn a lot about each other, about other people we were working with, learn a lot about the company. You know how the training goes. You know, you have that one to two months of training before you actually start your job, right? But one day I came to work and she was gone. <laughs> I was like, where's my, my friend, at, my work friend at? Where is she at? And she texted me one day and told me, she was like, now in this job I had, I was uh, at an insurance company working as a claims adjuster. I was a staff claims adjuster. I think at that time I was making about $42,000 a year. That was my salary. And uh, she texted me and she was like, Cleo, no, that's what it was. When I tried to email her, you know how you try to email a coworker? And if they no longer there, it kind of like gives you that, uh, indication that it's a not a valid email. So that's what happened at first. Then I text her and I said, girl, where you at? <laughs> I was like, I tried to email you and it didn't work. And she was like telling me basically that she left to go pursue another job. So she was explaining to me what this job was. She basically was doing the same type of work as a claims adjuster, but instead of being a staff employee, uh, at the company we were working at, she was a independent claims adjuster doing contract work. So for those of you who are used to, um, you know, being an employee with the company versus being like a contractor, freelancer, whatever you want to call it, that's what she was doing. And she said, Cleo, you can actually do the same work that you're doing, but you can make this much more uh, per week doing the same job, same thing that you're doing. And I was totally like blown away. So for those of you who don't know, um, when you are a claims adjuster at a company, like a staff employee, then you typically, you know, work, you know, your typical nine to five hours, right? And get your salary or hourly rate. But as a, and it's considered like a permanent, you know, job, right? We, are, we all know that no job is permanent. No job is necessarily secure because you can lose it any time, right? But as a contractor, you know, you working until that contract is over. You are working until um, the, the client that you're working for says that, hey, today's your last day or this week is the last week. So with a contract work, you do get paid more, but 
I guess the disadvantage most people would see is that it's temporary. You know, it could end at any moment. So if you're not really good at saving money, investing money, putting money aside while you are receiving that higher income, then it can be very difficult when there's no work coming in. So you have to be mindful of that when you're doing contract work. But basically, uh, she told me that I could make this much more money. Now, I got excited when I could make more money. Like, I was at 42000 y'all. And the higher increase, it was more than double. Like, if it was basically, I would be at $120,000 a year. Now, when I hear that amount of money, I was very overwhelmed. I'll be honest. I was excited. Like, ooh, I could make that much. But it was outside of my comfort zone. Like you would think that you would run to that amount of money, but I was kind of, I was excited, but part of me felt scared because at that point in my life, I had never made over, I had never made six figures. I had never made over a hundred thousand dollars before. And I just didn't think it was true. <laughs> I didn't think I could do that. And I just had these self-doubting thoughts that would creep in, you know, and then she said, well, you have to apply and you basically got to go where the work is. It's not where you're going to get that job in the city that you live in. Like you have to go where the work is. You know, if there is a hurricane, a tornado, a mudslide, a fire, flooding, like you got to go where that client wants you to work for that particular time. And I did apply at some uh, adjusting firms and uh, the first job opportunity was in Frederick, Maryland. And my first thought was Maryland. <laughs> I was like, I did not want to go to Maryland. Frederick, Maryland at that, that's kind of like in the middle of nowhere to me. And uh, she said, Cleo, I know it's not where you really want to go, but just go just to get in there, get some experience. Like I had claims experience, but I had had any experience as an independent claims adjuster. So she was like, just get in there, network, get to know people. And then your next assignment may be at some places that you would like to go. Uh, so I was just like, I kind of toyed with the idea. I was like, I don't want to move again. I don't want to leave again. You know, I have my daughter and it's like, what if I only go there and I don't like it? Or what if I only go there and they tell me after a week it's over? Then it's like, do I, you know, have an apartment in both places or do I actually relocate and move? Like, what do I do? It was like a lot and I was very overwhelmed. But when I looked at the money that I would make and I looked at the debt that I had at the time, and I just thought about all the things I was experiencing financially. I was at, that was one of my moments where I had my financial breakthrough and really started to get my life together. But then I just said, you know what? I need more money. So I need to take this. And that's what I did. I had to get out of my comfort zone. If I didn't, if I would have stayed there, I would not be where I am today. Because after I took that independent adjuster job in Frederick, Maryland, I was there for about four or five months. And then when that one ended, I got a call like less than a week to go to Colorado. And I ended up being in Colorado for two and a half years. And then after Colorado, I'm here in Texas, Dallas, Texas. And I was just like, all these different places I went to just because I decided to get out of my comfort zone. I made up all the excuses, y'all, why I shouldn't go. I was like, I just started this other job. Well, I was at the job in Orlando for about a year. But, you know, I didn't want to just job hop. I didn't want to just start jobs and quit like I was doing. I didn't want to just keep moving to the next thing, to the next thing. And I was just like, 
I want to be somewhere secure, stable. I want to keep my word because I told this employer I'm going to stay here and work. But what I realized is that employers, companies, they make decisions what they feel is best for them. So I told myself, look, I know if I get this opportunity, make this income, this could help me pay down this debt or or get this under control or pay for this money coach to help me get my money together. Because even though I help people get their money together, get their financial lifestyles in order, I was at a place once where I needed that help. I had people to help me get it together. I've been there. I know how it feels to be worried and stressed and overwhelmed about money, living paycheck to paycheck. So I had to spend time and money getting the help that I needed. And I knew if I took that job, that was going to help me get the help I needed and actually take action and get some things done, like paying down debt and um, uh, paying for past due, you know, regular bills, like, you know, your rent and your electricity bill and your phone bill. Like I had my regular, you know, monthly expenses that were so behind. And I was like, you know what, this something has to change. Something really has to change. And that is just a sign that when you want to do something and you scared or you're making excuses of why it won't work, you're terrified. Sometimes those are the best times to make a decision. Now, now still pray about it. Still think about it. Consult with whoever you feel that you should, should consult with, whether it's family, friends, a therapist, a mentor, a coach. Yeah, yes, get advice consult with people, you know, get some wise counsel, you know, talk to whoever you need to talk to before you make these big life decisions. But you have to understand that it's not going to always be easy. It's not going to always be comfortable. It's not going to always be perfect days. Like you are going to have some decisions to make and you are going to be terrified. You are going to be nervous. You are going to be scared. You are going to be feeling overwhelmed with emotions. You are going to just feel so much, you know, you're just going to have this huge weight in your heart, in your, in your soul, on your shoulders to the point where you will feel more free and delivered <laughs> if you just go ahead and make a decision and rock with that. If things work out, great. If they don't work out like you thought they would, it's still okay because you can learn from the experiences and keep doing better. Keep pushing forward. You know, keep educating yourself. Keep learning. Keep asking questions. Keep trying again. Like there's so many things that's out there for us. You know, we don't have to live a lifestyle where we always feel bad and negative and drained or bored or depressed about our life. Like we can have a life that we actually enjoy getting up every day. You know, we actually enjoy sharing it with other people. You know, I don't believe that we're here to struggle all the time. Now, do I think our lives should be perfect? Absolutely not, because none of us are perfect. I'm not perfect and we will never be perfect. And you will drive yourself crazy trying to be perfect or trying to be the best, you know, at everything. Like that's just not a good quality of life. Just create a lifestyle where you know you can wake up every day and you feel good. Or you can wake up and just feel good about waking up. Not waking up feeling like, oh, I got to go to this job or Oh, I got to go talk to this person. Oh, I got to make this phone call. Oh, I got to look at this to-do list. Like you shouldn't wake up always overwhelmed and always stressed. Now there will be days of stress 
and worry and overwhelm, but you don't want the majority of your days to feel like that, like at all. I know I used to wake up and feel stressed and overwhelmed a lot. And I realized that was impacting the way I make decisions in my finances. So I knew I had to get control of multiple areas of my life, but I knew I couldn't do it all at the same time, all overnight. It's like a, a work in progress. I'm still a work in progress, y'all. There are still things that I'm still working through even today. Even though I know I've come, I've overcome a lot of challenges in my life, I'm still on the journey. You know, no, none of us have just arrived or just made it where we don't have no more work to do. We all still have things that we're working through. But I want to tell you is that in this life, things that we want to do is going to require money. And which means we're going to have to create more ways to bring more money into our lives so we can pay for the things that we actually want, the things that we need. And I'm telling you, money, more money is outside of your comfort zone. So whatever decisions that you are trying to make or whatever things that you know you need to do, do it outside of that comfort zone. Like there are going to be times when you do make decisions and you feel like it's in your comfort zone, but there are so many times where you're going to have to get outside of that. And I go back to when I relocated from my hometown for the first time, that was definitely uncomfortable. When I took a independent adjuster job, that was outside of my comfort zone because I wasn't used to um, relocating multiple times. I wasn't used to doing work to where I know this is temporary and this could end at any moment. That also forced me to be better with my money because I would have other coworkers who would get so nervous and stressed when it was time for our contract to be over and they're stressed and worried because they, they knew they hadn't been saving. They had just been spending all the money because you do get comfortable when these big checks is rolling in. But once you realize you only got one more check coming in and you don't know when your next assignment or contract is going to come, it is scary. And that forced me to really level up in the way I manage my money because I know that this income is not forever. It could stop at any time. So it forces you to be better manager of your money so that it can work for you and you're not constantly working for it or stressing over it. So I want you to list some things that you know that you want to do, whether it's in your personal life or your professional life. You know, make that list of the things that you want to do and ask yourself, what is it going to take for me to bring this to reality? Like, like right now, like what can I do right now that is going to get me to the point, to the, to the area that I want to be in my life? You know, what is it going to take? Don't be choosing the easy routes. Don't only choose things that seem safe or feel easy or comfortable no, choose the scary things, choose the big things, choose the things that's going to require more out of you. If you want more money, more opportunities, more resources, more experiences, you got to ask yourself, what are you willing to do to get it? And how bad do you want it? And it's going to require more out of you. When you, um, you know, desire, you know, a higher lifestyle, an elevated lifestyle, more things that you want to do, you're not going to get there doing the things that you've been doing over the last year or the last five years or the last 10 years. You're going to have to do some things that you're not used to doing. And that's a good thing because change is good. Change is a part of life. But if we keep doing the same things every single day, do you really think 
that you're going to get new things if you're continuing to do the same things that you've been doing doesn't work like that unfortunately if that was the case we'd all have all the things that we want <laughs> but we all know that a lot of us don't want to change or may not be ready to change but you have to ask yourself what do you want and what are you willing to do to get it and when are you willing to start and if you start and you fall off track how bad do you want it to get right back on track because we get it life happens and you fall off track on something i've fallen off track plenty of times on stuff but then I had to ask myself, Cleo, how bad do you want this? If you really want it, you'll jump right back in there and push forward. But if I know I'm not going to push forward and jump back in there, that means that I didn't want it that bad enough to do the work. And that's what I want to encourage you to understand is that you have to do the work and get some people in your corner to help you. Don't do it alone. I always tell people this, I always tell you this, that you can't do this by yourself. I still have to remind myself that Cleo, why are you trying to do these eight things by yourself? Remember, you cannot do this alone because I'm so used to doing things by myself. I don't want to ask for help, but I've gotten so much better at that y'all. <laughs> and I realize when I do ask for help and I receive it, sometimes I'm just like, Cleo, why were you trying to do this by yourself? Uh, so again, this week, set aside some time and actually don't set aside no time. Do it right now. <laughs> you know how we do when we set, we set time to do stuff and then we don't go back and do it. So actually right now, I want you to stop, give yourself about five minutes and just write down some things that you want in your life and understand that more money is going to come outside of that comfort zone. So you know you need some more money in your personal and your professional life. So what are you going to do to get it? I want you to set a timer for five minutes and I want you just to write. You can organize these details later, but right now the assignment is to just write out your thoughts, your feelings, and what you want in your lifestyle. What is it going to require for you to earn more money? How much money do you want? How much more money per week or per month do you want? And what are you going to do to get it? So uh, as I always say, don't wonder what if, take that risk. And I will see you next week and send me an email and or a DM on social media. Hello at CleoYogaFinance.com is my email. And on social media, I'm at Cleo Yoga Finance. And let me know what you're going to do to get more money outside of your comfort zone. And I'll see you next week.